Hey, this is Kat Lee from InspiredToAction.com, and you're listening to episode number 12 of the Inspired to Action podcast. And today we're going to talk about how to have a peaceful morning. I don't know about you, but my kids started school, and mornings can be a little crazy trying to get three kids out of the house and dressed and have all their papers and have eaten breakfast and brushed their teeth by 7.30 in the morning. So today we're going to talk about a few strategies that I use to help our mornings um, be peaceful. They're not always that way, but these are some things that I've implemented that have really helped me and our family in the mornings. And then we're also adding a new section to the podcast. We're doing a Q&A. And if you pay attention to the blog um, every week, I'll include a little link where you can click that link and you can record your question and I'll feature you on the podcast. Today we're featuring uh, Jane from Ireland. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I listened to her message probably like five times just because I wanted to hear her accent. So cool. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be um, at the end of the podcast. And if you want your question answered, stay tuned. I'll tell you how to do that at the end of the episode. And you can also check out the show notes and check out how to do that there as well. So first of all, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, You guys are awesome. Over on iTunes, we have over 53 five-star reviews. Thank you for that. When you guys take the time to do that, it helps other moms find this podcast and hopefully be encouraged and challenged and lifted up. So I just wanted to give a thanks to Cricket Mama of Three for her review. She says, already love her blog and I'm so stoked about finding the podcast. Looking forward to continue to be inspired to action. Thanks, Kat. And then VA Mommy 77 says, these podcasts have met me right where I needed it in my motherhood journey. She provides godly guidance and instruction along with practical advice. I will never miss an episode. Awesome. So if you have a chance, I'd love for you to go and um, put a review in iTunes and help spread the word about the podcast. Now that my kids are in school, I'm looking forward to recording these much more often. Um, probably at least twice a month. Sometimes they'll be solo podcasts. Sometimes they'll be interviews. But I'm looking forward to getting these out to you. Um, so yeah, big news in my house. We have a puppy. Y'all, I had no idea. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking unicorns and rainbows or something. But I was thinking having a puppy, you know, it would come home and it would potty train itself, maybe. I don't know. And that I would immediately be able to go out and take it for runs and it would be so awesome. Okay, that didn't happen. My puppy came home and he didn't sleep through the night and he went potty in the house. And actually, he can't go out of the house or anywhere until he gets all his shots and I usually am a very um, prepared person and I like to really think through decisions, but this one was slightly spontaneous on our part. And oh my goodness, it is biting me in the behind, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah, not really prepared for that. And and not only has it been just crazy adjusting to it because I didn't expect it, but then school, like I said, just recently started for my kids. So we're still kind of trying to get into that rhythm as well of school and then after school activities. And then there's a little puppy running around in the midst of it all. So it's been pretty crazy around here. And I've really had to uh, test these tips that I'm going to give you today uh, to try to make our mornings as peaceful as possible. And I think on one hand, it's been really challenging for me to maintain any sense of peace in the morning when there's a puppy running around and I didn't get a full night of sleep. But at the same time, it's I think it's helped because it's 
forced me to be that much more prepared for the mornings. So, you know, whether your kids go to school or whether they're still little and you're home with them all day, I think having the mentality that you have to get ready for something can help your mornings go so much more smoothly. Um, you know, whether you pretend to send your kids to school, maybe they're in preschool and maybe they have older brother and sister and you want to just pretend that they go to school. You know, kids would love that. So you get the big kids ready for school and then, you know, you get home with the little one and you say, okay, we're going to have our school now. And so that way it just maintains a, kind of a level of um, uniformity in your family that everybody's getting ready for an event. And if all your kids are home, there can be some morning thing that you do. When my kids were younger, we used to go for walks a lot in the morning and I would call them treasure hunts. And basically that just consisted of getting a paper bag and maybe having them decorate it. And then we'd go for a walk and they would try to find things and put them in the bag. Um, but I did try to do something every morning. Either we'd go for a walk or we'd go for a run, but just something so that we had to get up and get going because otherwise in the mornings just to drag on and they can be kind of crazy. But now that my kids are in school, there's a few things that I do to make sure that my mornings go well. And the first one is to get ready the night before. This one is just huge. And, and y'all, I don't feel like it the night before. It is the last thing that I want to do the night before is to pack three lunches with three tiny little compartments with little snacks. And did I get the right portions of vegetables to fruits to processed food and you know packing lunches can be stressful I'm just gonna say that up front but that's the last thing that I want to do at night but I know that if I take the time to do that at night my morning is going to go so much better and I by doing that extra work up front I'm creating space in the morning so that if my kids are having a hard time I have done the work ahead of time so that I have the space to be able to help them in the morning and that is Huge. It's not just about eliminating our work that we need to do in the morning. It's about creating space so that we're available to our children should they be having a hard time. So I, I try to pack lunches the night before at um, when I'm making dinner or just after making dinner, maybe when I'm cleaning up from dinner. But when if I'm already working with food, then I try to pack lunches around that same time. And if if all your kids are home, you could even pack lunches just for home because sometimes the mornings can be crazy. Sometimes maybe you're running errands. And if you already have lunches in your refrigerator ready to go, you can do a spontaneous trip to the park. You can do a spontaneous picnic in the backyard, or you can just have lunch ready to go. And it's one less thing that you have to do the next day. And then also you're getting ready for once your kids are in school, you'll be in that habit of making lunch the night before. So, uh, yeah, I make lunches the night before. I also have my kids pick out their clothes the night before because if any of you have kids, have kids really, that have the opportunity to pick out their own clothes, you know how crazy that can be. They want to wear, you know, something crazy or they don't have the right shirt. My kids in particular have to wear uniforms to school. And on Wednesday, they can only wear one certain color of shirt and one certain color of pants or skirts. And in the past, that's driven me batty because we can never find that one. It is always missing that morning. And so we're pulling, I'm just being honest here, we're pulling dirty laundry out of the hamper, spraying it down with Febreze, throwing it in the dryer, just so that we can have, just so I can send them to school. Because otherwise, if they don't have the right clothes, they get sent home. 
So if we get ready the night before and I have them pick out their clothes as part of their evening routine, then that's again one less thing that we have to worry about in the morning. And it's something I'm not going to get mad at them about in the morning. If, it, if we deal with the night before in the morning, I'm not saying, I can't believe you didn't put it in the hamper or where was it? It's in the bottom of your closet or whatever. So I have the kids pick out their clothes the night before. If you iron your kids' clothes, um, you can do that the night before. Um, I also have my kids finish and pack their homework and I try to set my clothes out. I'm not real strict about that because I don't really have a particular dress code as probably most of you would be the same way. I just would throw on jeans and a shirt. But if I know that I'm doing something in particular that day that I want to wear something nicer or something special, then I'll set those clothes out the night before just so that it's one less thing to think about. One less thing where I need to find the right socks or the right shoes or the right whatever. Um, and then I also set out breakfast. I'll put out the bowls and the spoons and maybe the cereal so that when we get up, we're not wondering if the dishwasher is clean or dirty, trying to pull stuff out. Um, I, I really, it, it, you have to do all these things anyway, whether in the morning or at night. And while it is, you might not be the thing that you want to do at night, it just can transform your mornings to get as much done the night before as you possibly can. Okay, so that's the first thing is get ready the night before. The second thing is to get up early. I know you might have heard me talk about that before. I wrote an ebook called Maximize Your Mornings where I talk all about getting up early. Um, and, and really the idea behind it is that I want to prepare myself for the day so that I can lead my children. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. I want to, first thing in the morning, I want to guard my heart so that I'm not uh, waking up and frustrated because of something my kids did. I'm not waking up and um, anxious about everything happening. But as soon as I wake up, I intentionally get up early, spend some time in the Word, read um, some scripture, pray, worship, just whatever I can do to direct my heart towards Him, towards the Lord, and let Him speak into my heart and into my life so that my perspective for the day is correct. So that when I go out to see my kids, I've prayed for them. I've gotten vision for them. I'm excited about their day. And I know exactly what my, um, you know, vision is for how I want to treat them and how I want to be with them. So I challenge you and I really encourage you. And it's, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour early. It doesn't need to be 30 minutes early or even 15 minutes early. You could get up. You just set your alarm for five minutes before you think your kids are going to wake up. And you could plug in your headphones and turn on your iPhone or whatever smartphone you have. There's a plenty, there's an app called YouVersion, or I think on the app store it's called the, just the Bible. And it has an audio Bible. And so what I'll oftentimes do is if I didn't get up as early as I wanted to, but I still want to spend time with the Lord, I'll just put in my headphones. I'll turn on a worship song. I'll listen to the audio Bible while I'm getting dressed and getting ready and just tuning my heart to him and, and directing my attitude and my thoughts so that I have the proper perspective for the day. Um, you know, and if you need to set an alarm, if you need to set multiple alarms, I, I have friends who on their iPhone have, you know, probably like five alarms. One will say, get up. No, no, really, I mean it, get up. And then the next one will say, I'm serious. Now it's time to get up. Whatever you need to do, you just need to know yourself. Set the alarm, set five alarms. I've mentioned it before, but I have a friend who sets her alarm and that sets another alarm for five minutes later and puts it in front of her kid's door. 
you're going to get up if you do that. So whatever you need to do, but just take that time. Just like any athlete before they go into a game is going to chat with their coach so that they can get the game plan for the day. When you get up, however long or short that is, connect with God and focus your heart and your thoughts and your mind and your attitude on him. I do have some early risers, as probably some of you do. And so another thing that I've done, because sometimes they'll get up as soon as I get up, is I've created a cozy space. Where I have my quiet time, I created a cozy space with little stick-on lights and a little marker board and a little basket of books and things like that where they can do their thing as well. They can spend time with the Lord. Sometimes I let them play games, whatever they want to do. But I just invited them into it. So it's not so much a, hey, go stay in your room. If they're old enough, they can totally do that. But um, they also have the option just to come in to where I am. But they know that they need to be quiet and that mommy is having her time and they can have their time with the Lord. Okay, so that's item number two. So number one was to get ready the night before. Number two is to get up early and spend time with God. And number three is plan your kids' morning. One important thing that I've learned, like, I know that this might be weird, but one of my favorite things in the world is to wake up my kids in the morning. I know that sounds really cruel, but I I don't know why. I just love, I'll climb into bed with them and snuggle with them until they finally wake up, and I just love it. But one of my kids does not like that at all. All basically, all this child wants me to do is walk in, say, Hey, it's time to get up, and then I usually say a quick prayer over her, or I shouldn't have said her. Well, now, if you know my kids, you might know which one it what which one it is, but um, I'll just say a quick prayer over her, and then I will walk out. There's no cuddling, she just wants her space, and so it's important that you know your kids that um, if they need extra cuddle time, I have. Another child who needs some extra cuddle time and really just wants to hang out with me in the morning. So I actually wake that child up um, first and a little extra early so that we can get that one-on-one time. And um, different children have different needs in the morning. So know your children and know how they like to be awakened. Uh, The next thing that I do to help plan my kids' mornings is that they have a list of the things that they need to do in the morning. And we have certain rules like We cannot eat breakfast until we're fully dressed, head to toe. Uh, That just helps me make sure they're going to eat breakfast because they're hungry. And it helps me make sure that they don't get dressed halfway. And then when they're finally done eating, and it's time to actually walk out the door that we can't find their socks or their shoes or their uniform shirt or whatever. And so just that simple rule really helps us make sure that I know when everyone is sitting down to eat, we're pretty much ready to go. Um, and then we also have just like a little written list that says, okay, I need to do these things. I need to grab my water bottle. I need to grab my lunchbox. I need to get dressed and read my Bible and just whatever you want to put on that list. It just reminds them when they're tired and groggy, what they need to work through that, that morning in order to get ready. I've also used an app called 3030. Now, if you're not on an iPad or an iPhone, I don't believe it's available for the Android platform. But if you do have an iPad or an iPhone, it's super cool, and maybe you could find something else for Android. But basically what it does is it's a little visual countdown of what needs to happen and how much time visually that's going to take. Once you look it up, it'll make more sense. So basically when the kids sit down to breakfast, I set the timer so that they can visually see how much more time has, how much time has elapsed and how much time they have to go until um, it's time to, to leave for school. And that just helps them 
because they don't always get time and they sometimes forget what time we need to leave. And so just to be able to visually see it really helps them. So that's tip number four, um, plan your kid's morning. So number one was get ready the night before. Number two is to get up early. Number three is to plan your kid's morning. And number four is one that I've shared before, but I think is especially important in the morning, especially if your kids are easily stressed or are very sensitive about being rushed. And that's to be a wall of jello. Now, if you haven't heard me say that before, um, here's the basic idea. As moms, I know that you know it's really hard to live with emotional and frustrated children. Um, and that's hard for us. You know, you might be 25, you might be 45, but we're basically grown adults who have experienced a lot of life and have a lot of wisdom, and it's still hard for us to live with emotional and frustrated children. So I think how much harder must it be to be a child who is already emotional and already frustrated to live with a then emotional and frustrated parent? And so I do not do this perfectly. Trust me, I mess up far too often. And maybe if you were in my home, you'd wonder why I bother podcasting or writing about motherhood because I am not perfect. But I want to continually fall forward and to fail forward and to keep going and become more patient and more um, empathetic to my kids' needs and to their emotions. And so I want to be like a wall of jello. Instead of being like a brick wall that just bounces emotion back at them and, you know, slams it on them, I want to be a wall of jello just absorbing their emotions and always choosing to speak back love and truth. And now I'm not talking about being a pushover, but instead simply choosing how I'm going to behave instead of just reacting to the way that my children are behaving. And that's a really important distinction. It's not just about letting them, you know, fly off the handle, but it's about absorbing their emotions and trying to understand the core truth of what they're trying to express. Instead of just getting upset that they're disrespectful, understand how they were feeling and why they communicated that. And instead of just, you know, reacting by yelling or getting upset, choosing to speak calmly and in love, but again, obviously with firm boundaries and, and that sort of thing. So I want to be a wall of jello in the morning so that if my kids are feeling tired and groggy and emotional, maybe a little stressed about any tests or anything coming up that day, I want to be able to absorb that so that they can feel understood and they can feel loved and they can feel secure before they head out um, for the day. You know, there's a few things that I hate more than sending my kids off to school when they're feeling rushed and upset and having a really hard morning. And I know how powerful of an impact I have on their emotions and their attitude. And I want to do my best to steer them in the right direction. So those are my four tips for you today about how to have a peaceful morning. Get ready the night before. Get up early and spend time with God. Really, that's the most important one because he can direct our heart and our words and our emotions and our actions. He is our coach. And, you know, just like any football team can be transformed in a year by a great coach, we can be transformed in a day just by spending time with the God who made us and loved us and gave us specifically to these children to love and to cherish. So spend time with him. The third one is plan your kids' morning. Help them understand the routines for the day. And then be a wall of jello and absorb their emotions and speak love and truth into them. So now we're going to do our Q&A for today. And we're going to kick it off with Jane from Ireland. 
Hi, this is a listener from Ireland, and I love your podcast and your blog, and have especially benefited from your ebook. And I have two questions in relation to maximizing your mornings. My first question is Have you any recent playlists or song suggestions or artists that you listen to to help you focus on God? Um, I think I came across Krista Wells through your blog, and I love her music. Um, so if you have any other suggestions, that would be greatly appreciated. And also then, my second question is, in relation to the prayer calendar, I use both the one for praying for your husband and your children. And I know this might sound selfish, but I would really love, 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 love a prayer calendar for myself um, as a mum, just praying each morning um, on a focused topic like grace or patience um, or love because um, as a mum I feel I need a lot of prayer as well. Thanks. Great questions. Okay so first of all the prayer calendar from mom's idea is fantastic and I will make sure to pull something together and include it in the notes for this episode. So if you're listening to this check out the show notes at inspiredtoaction.com session number 12 and I'll have something in there it may not be the final product but I'll put something in there that we can go ahead and get started on that we can pray for ourselves but I know I've also had other readers and listeners say that their kids want to start praying for them and I think that's a fantastic way to get our kids involved in prayer by um, having them pray for us because they know that we're praying for them and they want to partake in it too. So as far as music, oh, I have some favorites. I recently just rediscovered Christy Knuckles and you've probably heard of her. She used to be part of um, a group called Watermark with her husband and now she has a solo worship album out. She does a lot with passion movement as well with Louis Giglio. Anyway, her albums, I just love her voice. I really and truly think that she could sing the periodic table of elements and I would buy the album. Her voice is just amazing. So anything by Christy Knuckles, I love, love, love. Um, I've also been somewhat addicted to a band called All Sons and Daughters. And I think especially if you liked Crystal Wells, you would like All Sons and Daughters. It's kind of the same vein of, of music. It's, it's very worshipful. It's very creative and it's somewhat, I don't think folk is quite the, the term for it, but it's not your typical sounding worship music that you might sing at church. Um, but it is incredibly worshipful and I, I, I love it <laughs> the, to put it mildly. It's been in my car. The CD has been in my car for, oh, at least a year. And then I have their other album that I'll play often as well. So anything by them. All Sons and Daughters. Uh, so that was Christy Knuckles and All Sons and Daughters. And those are the two that come to mind right now that I've just been listening to on perpetual repeat. I will say Krista Wells also has a new album out uh, called Feed Your Soul that my daughter has been listening to on repeat. She listens to it every night as she's going to bed. Uh, so, And then she'll often listen to it in the morning when she wakes up too. So definitely comes recommended by my 11-year-old. And of course, I love anything that Krista puts out too. So those are a couple of my, of my recommendations. If you have any music recommendations, I'd love for you to share them in the comments. Again, just go to inspiredaction.com and this is episode 12. Okay, well, that's all we have for today's episode, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. I hope that your laundry folding or your running or your chores, whatever you've been doing while you're listening, I hope that's gone great for you. 
And I hope that this podcast has encouraged you. If you have any ideas or suggestions or questions for me, just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you. There's also a new page on there uh, under podcast, and you can go there and ask your question. I will have listed the topic for the next episode, and you can just ask your question, and I would love to feature you on the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, this podcast, uh, it would be great if you take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms find it and get the encouragement that they need. And as always, you can check out all the notes for this session. This is uh, session number 12. So you can check it out at inspiredtoaction.com. And of course, you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free pair calendar for moms at the blog and just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. This is Kat Lee wishing you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you are a mom. You're kind of a big deal. So go be awesome.